Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are you guys doing out there? This is David Robert for the Adult Fitness Podcast. Man, it is October the 20... What do we got here? October the 25th today? Or the 26th? What the heck's going on out there? Yeah, it is the 25th. Today it is a Sunday, beautiful day in uh, Alberta here. Um, we've got some, a little bit of reprieve from some of the uh, some of the funky weather we've been having this week. So yeah, um, hopefully everyone's doing well out 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 there today on this Sunday. Um, Going to be talking about something interesting that I actually wanted to talk about before the uh, pandemic kind of broke down uh, broke out uh, back in March of this year. Um, I was watching, I was just checking out the news and um, a little backstory actually. So a few years ago, I started eating uh, primarily more of a, um, of a, of a um, plant-based diet as it were. Uh, I don't want to, don't want to use the term vegan or anything like that, but just staying away from definitely a lot of uh, meats and dairy and things of that nature. Uh, nothing to do with uh, like a political statement, but just health-wise. Uh, um, we've got a lot of cases of a lot of ailments in our family and you just want to reduce your risk as much as possible so so yeah I made the, the switch over and um, one of the funny things about um, moving into a, a different um, way of eating or a different style of eating is that you're looking for different options out there and back in the day if you wanted to live more of a plant-based or um, you know, vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian or whatever the the, the label is um, finding options that would suit that lifestyle would be really tough. You'd have to head to areas um, in town that were more predominantly, let's say, um, I know for a lot of good fish in the city, um, I'd have to head to like the uh, um, Chinatown or, or if I wanted to get certain types of foods from uh, the Caribbean, you'd have to go to various stores that were kind of like the, your mom and pop type of stores and they would be um, you know, in, in various parts of the city and it would cost you an arm and a leg because shipping was so much. Uh, shipping would be ridiculously, um, you know, um, pricey, right? So, so nonetheless, I mean, you're, you're trying to, um, live the best life you can. You try to eat, be healthy and, and whatever. And, um, and over the last little bit, you start to find ways to kind of circumvent the cost. Um, I know in the States, you guys have uh, whole foods over there. Um, it's, kind of like what we had um, here in Alberta, which was um, uh, Planet Organic. And so we're going to be talking about their demise today and how that's kind of affected um, shopping options within um, Edmonton, uh, the city that I'm in here. Um, well, we're in Spruce Grove, but, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes away from, from Edmonton. But, but anyways, um, back on March the 3rd, uh, one of the places I was talking about that actually had really good options for uh, vegan plant-based type of stuff, um, stuff that wasn't too pricey. Um, you know, you get your almond milks and your, your oat milks and your soy milk or whatever the case is. Um, if you're trying to stay away from the dairy, um, they'd have various type of um, cheeses and stuff that were made from soy and plant-based stuff. And the prices weren't too bad, to tell you the truth. I mean, you can get you know some pretty good stuff there and but I found most of the time that you would want um, you would want to have um, you know you want to sh you don't always want to shop at these places but it was nice to go there and um, find different options and unfortunately on March the 3rd if 
Uh, let's see what I'm reading here is correct. Yeah, March the 3rd of this year. So right before the pandemic hit, uh, Planet Organic shut down. Um, and an article written by Calgary CTV News um, published March the 3rd at 6.46 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, this was written by Michael Franklin, and it basically states that um, following months of problems at a number of its locations, Planet Organic, a market that specializes in fresh and natural foods and supplements, appears to be closing down. In a letter written by CEO Alan Thompson and obtained by CTV News, the company says its operations are at an end. After conducting a full review of our current financial state, we concluded that there were too many factors working against us to continue operating the planet. Thomas wrote, the whole planet? No, just kidding. Um, historical planet. According to the official website, the company operated 11 stores in Canada, including five in Calgary and four in Edmonton. It has also had lo a location in Victoria, BC, and another in Mississauga, Ontario. Uh, last month, so this was in February, Calgary Planet's organic store in Royal Oak suddenly shut down, surprising many staff members who arrived for work to find the locks on the door had been changed. When Thomas was questioned about that store's closure, he said the location would only be closed temporarily and was only done to help the company's restructuring. So when you hear terms like, you know, temporary restructuring, um, furloughed for a lot of us in 2020 right now, then you know it ain't looking good. A letter like this can't fully express the range of emotions from reaching this difficult decision to close Planet. I want to thank you for your dedication and hard work you've given, especially through our recent challenges. Planet Organic, which began in Edmonton in 1993, has been facing trouble ever since October 2019, when many customers reported seeing empty shelves at many of the locations. Official statements from the company said it was facing significant supply challenges. Those challenges soon turned into accusations from a number of the companies that supplied the goods it carried that Planet Organic was delinquent on paying its bills. In total, the suppliers claimed Planet Organic hadn't paid them for nearly $263,000 in goods. Wow. Some of the suppliers that CTV News reached said they were sent a separate letter which stated Planet Organic owes $18 million to a secured creditor and 12 to 16 million to unsecured creditors. Woo! Man, when you owe money like that, I mean, it's, yeesh. I mean, they're not only coming for your kneecaps, they're coming for your kids' kneecaps, yikes. Um, it's, it, it's believed that those unsecured creditors will only receive a fraction of what they are owed, only about seven or 8%. Meanwhile, as stated in the letter, the company promises to make good by all of its employees by setting all of its outstanding payroll, including vacation pay. Um, I don't know, man. If you can't pay that other bill, uh, ugh, if you work there, ugh, ugh, ugh. Um, CTV News has attempted to reach the top, uh, reach Thompson for comment again on Tuesday, but those requests have not been returned. It's because he has fled the country. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's demonstrous, demonstrous of me. I can never say that word to say that. Um, look, man, business is tough. All right, and when you're trying to run a business in this competitive climate, particularly in the um, organic plant-based sort of, um, I guess, sector of the food market, it can be really tough. Um, I know that in the last couple of years, the vegan plant-based lifestyle has become in vogue with a lot of people. Um, we're starting to see individuals want to get the GMOs out of their foods, um, big, big industrial companies like Dole and, um, oh, what's the other one, Monsanto, which I believe is Latin 
for um, Satan's testicles, but don't quote me on that. That 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 might be um, a typo. It was on Wikipedia. Don't blame me, right? Um, it's, it's fake news. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but nonetheless, Planet Organics shutting down, I believe, is just a... I don't want to say a nail in the coffin to eating healthy, but there's definitely a culture around this form of of a lifestyle. Now, let me let me uh, put it into context here. A few years ago, uh, my wife and I and one of her co-workers, we were in BC. This was, I think, 2016. And in, Van- in Vancouver, um, where we were at, um, I think we were close to, oh man, Kitsilano, was it Kitsilano Beach? I think we were, yeah, we were around there. And there, there's a Whole Foods actually there. So um, I had just kind of been playing around with the idea um, starting to eat, you know, more of a plant-based lifestyle. And I said, you know what, let me, let's check this out. So we head in over there. And as soon as you walk up to the parking lot, you see Audis and you see, you know, high-end cars. And it wasn't everybody that, that had those, but we saw a good number of the cars in the parking lot. They looked like, you know, higher end. So these weren't people that were, these were people probably making, you know, well, well into the six figures to afford some of these vehicles. And they weren't rented. As you could always tell, you know, got a little Hertz sticker on the back of the license plate if it's rented. So um, just, a, you know, a little, little side note, any of the ladies out there, if you're dating somebody and they pull up with a nice car and they're like, oh, it's mine. Yeah, baby. You know, um, you know, uh, started a new, uh, a new app or whatever. Just make sure to always look on the license plate and see if it's rented or not. But nonetheless, um, so we head in there and I'm looking for some tortilla chips. And I figure, let me get a sandwich. And so I stop at the deli and you got to take a ticket and you wait in line and it's no big deal. And you're, you're waiting, just chatting, talking to people there. And so while they give you the number, I figure, you know what, they're busy. Let me go run and get these chips and a volcano, um, organic, non-GMO tortilla chips. And I look at the bag and I think for one, like just your regular bag, like a bag the size of like a Lay's bag of chips or whatever, it was about, it was close to 10 bucks. 10, almost 12, I remember. And I looked at the guy stocking the shelf and I turned to him, I said, dude, can you, do you need a, do you need like a, a mortgage to shop here? And he's like, man, I don't even shop here. I, I just get the stuff on clearance, you know? And and we, you know, we kind of laughed it off and kept going. And and so I, I ended up buying the chips, you know, I was hungry and I, I got my sandwich and everything. And I think my bill came up to almost 30 bucks for the drink, the sandwich and the tortilla chips. Now, for your average family, particularly in, in like, you know, COVID times right now, but even even before then, to pay 30 bucks for a, for basically what would you what would be considered to be like a, a lunch, right? You know, or on your break, you're just having a snack. That's a lot of money. And so what we're talking about today is just not only the fall of Planet Organic, um, I think Whole Foods is having some problems now too, but they, they got bought out by Jeff Bezos, who... I think wants to buy everything. Actually, I better be careful because he might buy Spotify, which this podcast is on. So um, if you're listening, we love Amazon. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But nonetheless, they um, there is a culture within the plant based, vegan, gluten free, no carb, yada, yada market that is saturated with this mindset of of I don't know, affluence, you know, of well to do of not really considering the other costs of living that lifestyle that um now don't get me wrong the health benefits to staying away from red meat and high sodium and and high fructose and corn syrup and saccharin and and what what are the other sweeteners out there is just staggering right and i don't have any um studies on me right now 
because here at the Adult Fitness Podcast, we do not want to spread that fake news. But what I can tell you is um, over the last little bit since I've changed my diet, and this is just my own personal, you know, um, awakening, if you would, I've seen that, you know, my um, my blood pressure's gone down, weight's gone down, and, um, you know, you want to reduce your chances of, of catching diabetes or, or cancer or or different types of, of ailments out there that that you can definitely reduce your risk greatly by eating you know a, um, you know a diet with with whole grains and and um, less processed and refined and you know foods high in, in in all sorts of all sorts of garbage right but the vegan culture is one in which um, I remember I heard a joke once and basically uh, it said if you're walking in the forest and you have two friends with you and each one joined one just started a vegan diet the other joined crossfit who do you kill first and that, that was the punchline because they, they would they, they just don't shut up about it and so with my own self joining you know eating eating like that um i've just kind of you know kept it to myself you don't really you don't need to um evangelize it to people um the bottom line is nobody cares what you're what you're putting in your body you know as long as you're not taking food off of their plate you know they don't they don't really seem to care but there is a, a culture within the plant-based vegan culture that is a little bit toxic, which is kind of ironic, seeing as how you want to live, you know, with, without putting those toxins in your food. But it's it's this mindset, you know. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about that today, um, where there are a lot of cultures out there that don't have this problem, and they've been vegan for a very long time. Um, so let's see what we got here. Uh, Let's see. Okay, so we got a really good article here that I found. So let me just pull it up. Um, what the heck? Why do people hate vegans? I think that was it. Yeah, The Guardian. Okay, so this was written. Let me see. This was written. Oh, oh, last last year. Um, Friday, the twenty fifth, October two thousand nineteen. Um. It is left the binge-tainted margins and become social media's most glamorous look. But why does veganism still provoke so much anger? And this is by George Reynolds. So basically, uh, the article is called The Long Read. Why do people hate vegans? We're just going to check out a little bit of it. Uh, from the hunger strike to the edible projectile, history offers abundant examples of food being used for political ends. Even so, the crowd of vegans who gathered in central London earlier this year, so that was last year, um, are unlikely to forget the moment when... Gatsi um, Lagazinst skinned and ate a raw squirrel. Oh my lord. Ugh. What the hell? Along with his co conspirator, um, Dion Nincy, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the last name, uh, performed his stunt at the weekly Soho vegan market at Rupert Street. He had subsequently demonstrated at VegFest in Brighton. Oh, I might want to check that out. Although this time his snack of choice was a raw pig's head as part of a self-proclaimed carnivore tour intended to highlight the evils of a plant-based diet at the london event he wore a black vest emblazoned with the slogan veganism equals malnutrition the war on vegans started small there were flashpoints some outrageous enough to receive press coverage some were outrageous enough to receive press coverage sorry there was the episode in which William Sitwell, then editor of Waitrose magazine, resigned after a freelance writer leaked an email exchange in which he joked about killing vegans one by one. Sitwell has since apologized. I don't believe any vegans were harmed, though. 
There was the PR nightmare faced by Knight West Bank when a customer called to apply for a loan was told by an employee that all vegans should be punched in the face. <laughs> when animal rights protesters stormed into the Brighton Pizza Express in September this year, one diner did exactly that. A charge commonly laid against vegan is that they relish their status as victims. But research suggests that they have earned it. Um, in 2015, a study conducted by Kara C. McGinnis and Gordon Hudson had published in the journal Group Processes and Intergroup Relations observed that veg uh, vegetarians and vegans in Western society, and vegans in particular, experience discrimination and bias on par with other minorities. And I just want to be clear, I happen to be a card-carrying member of the Caribbean-Canadian uh, black population. I can... Um, vehemently state that I don't believe we saw vegans and vegetarians being put on slave ships to build a nation for 400 years. Just want to state that, and um, that's ridiculous. However, I do believe that if you try to, um, no pun intended here, shove your beliefs down people's throats, don't be surprised if you end up with a well, with a fist in the mouth, I guess. Uh, once a niche interest group parodied in TV shows such as The Simpsons, in which a character describes himself as a level 5 vegan who refuses to eat anything that casts a shadow. In the past two years, vegans have become thrust into the limelight. A philosophy rooted in non-aggression has found itself at the heart of some of the most um, ver uh, violent arguments on social media. In November 2018, Good Morning Britain hosted a debate titled, Do People Hate Vegans? The political website Vox tackled the question in even more direct fashion a week later, asking, why do people hate vegans so much? These recent displays of enmity towards vegans represent a puzzling escalation in hostilities. Just as a uh, consensus is starting to form that eating less meat would most certainly be better for everyone and the earth, of course eating less meat does not mean eating no meat whatsoever, and the extreme prohibitions associated with going vegan, no animal products, no egg, no leather, no wool, suggest it would have been just another Atkins diet or clean eating fad, a flash in the pan that blows up and then dissipates, leaving behind nothing more than a dose of mild regret. Oh my gosh, that's like... That's like Christmas shopping, basically, you know? Um, instead, just when the growth might have expected to plateau, it kept on growing. In 2016, um, let me see, there was a survey done by Ipos Mori. Now, just, just to be clear, this is a U UK um, website, so some of the references and some of the um, um, statistics and surveys will, will be um, really well known to anybody who's in the UK. Um, so hopefully we get some UK listeners, right? Um, but uh, let me see here in 2016. Yeah, they had a survey suggested the total number of vegans in the UK had increased more than 360 percent in the in the preceding decade to more than 500,000. So half a million. Big business has been quick to cash in as they always are. The Los Angeles-based company Beyond Meat. Um, I think we've seen Beyond Meat here in Canada. Um, a couple. I, I tried actually a bit of the Beyond Meat stuff. Got to tell you. You're, with all the chemicals in that stuff, you're, you're better off eating the meat. But more on that later. Um, 
uh, producer of plant-based burgers beyond meat whose taste and texture are as much like minced beef as possible recently went public and soon afterwards had an evaluation of 34 billion huge conglomerates such as nestle and kellogg's are moving into the fake meat market supermarkets and restaurant chains have introduced vegan ranges yet perhaps the def the Definite proof of veganism mainstream and the backlash against it came in January this year when the beloved high street bakery chain Greg, so this is um, in the UK, announced it was launching a, a Quran based vegan sausage roll. Oh, okay. It was um, pillarized by Piers Morgan. I, uh, Piers Morgan is like, um, he's the equivalent of like a provocateur if you would on i think a morning talk show um over there in the uk he said nobody was waiting for a vegan bloody sausage you pc ravaged clowns it turns out morgan was mistaken the vegan sausage roll was such a hit that the company's share leapt by 13 percent of course what we grow harvest fatten and kill is political um uh, let me see national farmers union in uk in the uk who claimed it um, demonized meat um let me see oh they said vegan producers demonized meat while um show fire uh, let me see uh, deputy councillor leader um stephen carmel unleashed a tweet storm when confronted with pro-vegan advertising in a country he claimed was built on agriculture this moment and this conflict were a long time coming the rise of veganism is a question less of personal taste than of generational upheaval less about meat and fish and dairy than the systems that put them on your table in such excessive quantities. Ultimately, the vegan wars are not really about veganism at all, but about how individual freedom is coming into conflict with personal and environmental health crises. And so this article goes on for another five paragraphs, um, but you kind of get the gist of what's going on here. Um, there's, I mean, just like anything in, in the last couple of years, it gets politicized and regurgitated and, you know, debated on <clears throat> like podcasts like this one for, for, um, days and weeks and years to come. Um, but the bottom line is, is that within the culture of the vegan, um, lifestyle within the plant-based lifestyle, within the raw food, um, culture, there seems to be almost this misgivings that you can you can't have a healthy debate you can't just talk about the fact that you enjoy eating meat i have friends who um i don't i don't refer to them as carnivores i don't refer to myself as a herbivore um i i made a choice for my health um i have two two kids that you could call carnivores um they they love meat they love eggs they love cheese I, i'm not going to stop buying it for them um i have friends who love a good steak love a burger that's that's them like jay-z said what you eat don't make me shit so if 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 i mean my my grandmother um which i really got a call actually uh she's She'll be turning 90 next year. She she grew up on the islands um, in Grenada eating fish and pork and goat and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, my wife's, you know, grandmother, she's 80 something. She's she's rocking and rolling. You know, she, you know, grew up on meat and everything else. I, I definitely feel and I, I, you know, probably in another podcast, we'll talk about this another episode where the type of you know, pesticides and, and things that were put into food within that time period was far different than it is now. And if you look at how the unhealthy practices that we've 
we've obtained over the last oh my gosh 50 to 60 years with the industrialization of farming of cattle of pigs of chickens of how we we've turned animals into i mean they've always been commodities but now they are it's almost more mechanicalized than anything else and how they're treated is is pretty horrendous um and so when we look at that and then we also look at the cost it, it, it takes to our environment i don't i don't I don't um, fault anybody for wanting to take on, you know, a vegan or plant-based lifestyle. But the problem is you can't throw those views onto somebody else. Um, if you are, you know, eating these, and, and that goes for people who eat all sorts of foods, you got to do it responsibly, right? So if you are eating meat, then, you know, maybe maybe if you're worried about what you're putting in your body from like the, the big plants and everything else, um, there's a lot of areas within... Now, now, granted, there's a lot of politics behind this as well because for people who live in food deserts for folks who live in areas where you can't get fresh produce and dairy and meat and stuff like that you got to be conscious of that so by me espousing this sort of stuff to say oh choose a plant-based diet but there's nowhere for you to get um you know fresh fruit and vegetables and everything else that's a problem that i think if you live in an area like that to get together with community leaders and and really you know reach out to your your aldermen or your your mps or your your mayors or whatever and demand that there be healthy options in your city i mean you're paying taxes right uh, why shouldn't you shouldn't just have to go to um you know the local corner store or you know the 7-eleven or your bodega or whatever it is um if you're like hey we we want to have a healthy healthy options in our neighborhoods definitely push for that you know um i mean hell if, if you're if your city has like a losing sports franchise in it you you can you should be able to have like you know healthy food options within busing distances you know within um you know proper city planning you know what i mean like just put things back on on in a, in a proper perspective right so but um but if you, if you are fortunate um to have access to to eat you know uh, vegetables and fruits and stuff like that even if you're, you're you still want to stick to the the meat diet hey um reach out to local farms out there there's particularly in this time period of covid there's a lot of farmers and um people with uh, just maybe on the outskirts of your city and with the internet now you know you can check them out and reach out to them i know my dad growing up um um he would i remember one of my earliest memories of me coming home from school and that tingy metallic smell of blood was in our basement because you know my dad's butchering up a goat you know he and a couple of guys would go in for half a goat or um half a cow you know kind of thing and, and you'd have enough of the little red wrap stuff in your freezer to last you for you know uh for a good half of the year right and you're in your rock you're you're just rolling i mean so there are options out there i'm not here to vilify or to put down anyone's choices of what they want to eat but there's definitely healthier ways to do it um you know and and better ways to kind of treat your body and so when we look at the language that's reflected within the vegan culture um i think the popularity you, you've seen a lot of um, a lot of rebranding you know because before beforehand it was just it was kind of like you know hippies eating raw beans eating beans and rice and vegetables and stuff and i think what happened over the course of like the 90s and everything else is that we saw when Oprah, oh, and that famous, famous uh, um, show, I, I think it was, I forget what year it was, but she said that she was against beef. 
and um, all the cattle ranchers in, in the states just riled up against her, you know, or or when um, or when people it, it just came in, it just came into vogue, really, it just became popular to say I'm vegan, I'm plant based. And in that lies this feeling of almost self-righteousness or I don't eat, you know, I don't eat the flesh of, you know, of a, of a murdered, murdered animal carcass, you know, and so there's this this feeling of almost superiority. And trust me, there is nothing that people love more than being spoken down to. No, I'm just kidding. There's nothing people hate more than having somebody look down on on their belief system by by propping up theirs, you know. And so I think we just have to we just have to we just have to have a better way of of treating the animals that we are um, that we are eating that we are consuming treating them with a lot more respect I think that if you're able to do that and, and to be completely honest if you're able to do that then I think you're gonna you're gonna end up in a really good place um, I know um, here in Canada um, there is a very contentious relationship with the Canadian government and our Aboriginal First Nations people I'm going somewhere with this so just bear with me there, there, within the, the Aboriginal culture, within um, Canada, the Mi'kmaq and the, um, the, the Métis and, and other um, very proud and um, very, um, very strong people, they had this great relationship with the land, right? They would consume the buffalo, but every inch of it would be used. The fur, You'd use it for to keep yourself warm the bones and the horns and the hoof you know that would be used for tools and the, I, I believe um, everything from the brain to the meat to the intestines were used for something and there was a even even halal when when when, um, when animals are killed in 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 halal um, from my understanding from what I've been told from some of my um, my Islamic friends that they pray over the animal and that it's killed a certain way so it's it's shown its respect it's not you're not transferring the fear and anger and rage because in, into the meat that that you'll consume because if an animal is, is killed um and you know it's it's put into a stressful state that those chemicals are going to be released into the meat that you're going to consume um and so we have to be conscious of that and i think if we're if we're able to do that not only are we going to have um, just a, just a healthier diet and a healthier discourse, but just we'll, we're kind of get away from the idea that you know I'm better than you because I eat this, or I'm I'm healthier than you because I eat this. Because you know I've, I've read the label on some of a lot of the plant-based stuff out there, and even where there's not a lot of animal-based fat, they'll they'll still cram a lot of salt, sodium, and other binding chemicals to get it to look and taste like meat and dairy. And, and in a lot of cases, you you might be better off just eating the dairy versus you know all the chemicals they're putting in, into some of the, the plant-based stuff so it's very um it's a very strange time out there but you gotta you gotta you gotta keep your head on a swivel you know and and making sure that you're putting the right things into your body and no matter if it had a face or not but just making the right the right choices for yourself out there so yeah hopefully um this adds some value to your life um this was something that i was thinking about over the last little bit um, I know we jumped around a little little with everything, but um, definitely looking at Planet Organic shutting down and and how this new wave of veganism is kind of 
sweeping the nation uh, or the world as it were we just got to be conscious of not only what we put into our bodies but how we treat people as well so hopefully you guys have the rest of a good weekend um and just yeah stay fit and have fun out there take care Thank you.